It's time for the podcast with two guys whose BMI is higher than their IQ. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Smith's Floor Coverings. This is a double cheek push here. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Our pets' heads are falling off! Guess what today is? I like turtles. Up day! Up day! You're my boy, Blue! Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't either, Coach. It is Wednesday, August 9th. Welcome into the Morning Five. I'm Bryce. He's Billy. Hey. Uh, close enough. Verse close that. that. Verse that. Yeah. We're, we're around there. Yeah, close right enough. Look at that. Welcome in. Uh, sorry about yesterday, Bryce. Uh, Bryce's computer got fried uh, yep. from the storms on, on Monday night. So, She's still not uh, up and ready yet. She's still not up and cooking. I got some uh, I got some parts arriving today that'll hopefully fix it. So um, this will be an adventure. This will be an adventure. Times. Yes. Right. Uh, today is National Rice Pudding Day, and I will just go ahead and say this. I'm passing. Nope. I'm, I'm, nope. Uh-uh. Do it. I've never had rice pudding. Uh, I oh. I want to say that Gumbo's has some decent rice pudding, but I might be completely off there. Uh, I, I would I would try it out. I, I'm not adverse to rice pudding, um, but I've I've never had it. From the pictures, it doesn't look terribly appetizing, but I would try it. Yeah, no, no, it's the, it's the consistency for me. Uh, I yeah, I, I just, feel you. Like tapioca pudding. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so I'm going to pass on the uh, rice pudding day, but all right. Uh, hopefully, everybody else will be okay. Uh, what I'm not going to pass on is the Braves winning last night, Ooh. which was phenomenal. Uh, it, and it almost seemed like th- for most of the night, Bryce. I don't know if you got a chance to watch this or if you're at football practice, but for most of the night, literally, I was like, "This is how the Braves have been playing. We've been playing crappy. We've been giving up the long ball. This is just." we're going to lose again, yeah, you know, and it's yeah. that mentality. And then, uh, you know, things just happen and it was, it was really good to see uh, Braves win last night, eight to six. Um, good. It was a good finale for us. Arcia had three RBIs, including two big ones uh, in the ninth inning to push us ahead. Uh, Darno had another two, bon- two RBIs. Acuna Olsen and Pilar added an RBI piece. Torino's five innings pitch, six earned, five Ks. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Uh, he he had moments, you know? Like, I think he went two, three, like two or three innings in a row. Um, but then it just, just giving up the long ball, man. He gave up a three-run bomb in the first after, you know, Acuna gave us the lead. Um, I don't know, man. Like know that he's he's a kid and that he you know is is learning on the job and and we have a well we did have a 10 game lead but i I don't know maybe i'm just overthinking this i i think this is his last start um for for a while with the braves i know soroka and aj smith shawver have both looked good down in triple a gwinnett um I would venture a guess to say this is the last say last time we're going to see Johnny Chorizo uh, up here in a Braves uniform for a little while. But I, I mean, I went with you like the the game flow did not feel like it was going towards the Braves, especially not before the fifth inning. Like when we get when he gave up those two back to back solo shots in the fifth inning, I was just like, holy again, like are we serious? We're going we to lose, you know, two in a row to the Buckos. 
Uh, and then had a big sixth inning. It should have been bigger. We had the bases loaded, couldn't push across more, but that's fine. We, we went back and got two back. Um, and, and then I, I turned it off, honestly. I went, uh, what was I? I was watching, what was I watching? I think I was trying to wrap up that quarterback's show on Netflix before Hard Knocks started last night. So I flipped over to Netflix, and then I got the, I got the alert that um, uh, Pilar got the RBI in the ninth, so I switched it back on to watch our, the RC is double that scored two. Uh, and then I, gee, dude, Rysel Iglesias, I thought was going to give it away again last night. Like, can he not have just an easy one, two, three inning? Like, is that too much to ask for Rysel Iglesias? No, but at the same time, let's just remember that Will Smith was the same way in our World Series run. Oh, yeah. When during the regular season, Will Smith was just, he could not have a clean inning for the life of us. And you know when he got to the world series and into the playoffs it was unstoppable so let's hope Rysel can have the same same thing going on i hope so man yeah because he hasn't he hasn't had a one two three save uh at all this month um and now he's only pitched three games this month so you know take that with you I, you know against the brewers he was super dominant um but i, I feel like just every time for some reason just every time i flip on Rysel iglesias is closing for us like he just gives me a heart attack, man. It just scares the hell out of me. There's there's always people on base. There's there's always chaos going around. So, you know, maybe, no doubt. maybe I'm just unlucky. Bad thing is too, and 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 last night Acuna had to leave, which sucked. How many times? How many times is he gonna get hit? I uh, dude, I am like, I, I am it, sick it, and tired it, of it, dude. Sick sick and tired of it. And it, last night was obviously not intentional obviously not intentional um oh no, all. it was a 96 a 97 mile an hour sinker that got away from him yeah yeah um but it doesn't piss you off any less like you know it, oh. it, x-rays were ne uh, negative last night on on ronnie's arm um God. yeah yeah that was it did not look good man i i it was it did not look good so i don't know i don't see an update on twitter at the moment about Ronnie, but I, I'm sure we'll get an update at some point today from either Kevin McAlpin or Mike, Mark Bowman or Dave O'Brien or somebody. Well, the good news is, you know, I mean, Ronald's a badass. He really is. And if he was like, no, I can't go on. That's, that's a problem. But the good news is that x-rays are negative. So let's, let's hope and pray that he's back in the lineup today. If not, it's going to be an interesting um, matchup tonight. Uh, Braves will game three of the the series tonight 720 or seven o'clock just after seven o'clock is your first pitch who we got right. in the bunk for us do you know uh, it was Reno's uh we're getting close to freed coming back uh yep it's free tonight yeah freed versus pre priester priester Burster. so for sure uh, hey Bryce, uh, something we wanted to do this this week was make some bold predictions. And we're going to make a couple bold predictions for high school. We're going to make a couple bold predictions for college and, and one for NFL. Let's let's do this um, a back and forth style. So okay. why don't you start with your first uh, high school and I'll go after you. All right. So my first high school bold prediction this year is Bryce Hicks for the Carrollton Trojans will have over 35 tons this season. I, I would, wow. I wouldn't even be surprised if he topped 40. I think he's going to have a massive year this year. I think he is going to be the engine to that offense to a, 
a juggernaut of an offense out there in Carrollton. Give me Bryce Hicks with over 35 tuds this season, all-purpose tuds. That's a good one. I like it. I like Bryce Hicks. Uh, and this is a bold prediction because it hasn't happened in a very long time, if ever. Um, I haven't gone back to look. All nine of our teams will make the playoffs this year. Oh, wow. Okay. All nine of them. All right. Well, uh, four of them have already made the playoffs, so you only really need five. <laughs> I feel the the other five are Carrollton. Um, I, th- I feel pretty good about Central. Should... I feel really good about. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Both Central. Carrollton should win their region, and Central should at least get a home game, I think. I feel good enough about Bremen that I feel that they're going to make the playoffs this year again. Okay, I agree. Um, that's three, right? Out of yes. the five? Yeah, out of the five. Illerica, I feel... After talking with you last week, after the Wildcat welcome, I, I feel like they're going to make at least make some of those games that were kind of 50-50 or getting close to 50-50 last year will flip the other way to us. Um, so I feel like we're going to make a run in Villarica and then, uh, let's see, Bremen, Carrollton, Harrelson Central, County. Harrelson County. Yes. I feel Harrison County will, uh, be better this year as well. So, yeah. 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 I, I think, I think here, what we had eight last year, right? Seven, seven, Harrelson County and, and Villarica missed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think those two should be better this year. I think, I think both of those teams should get, be, uh, be quite improved. I, I like that nine teams. Uh, my other bold prediction one of the teams that's already in the playoffs, but I'm going to have a bold prediction on this team. The Temple Tigers are going to host a playoff game in round one. Ooh. The Tigers have never hosted a playoff game. So that's, that is saying something. And that's a really bold prediction. I like it. I think they break it this year. I really do, man. I got a lot of faith in, uh, in what Coach Corey makes. I don't think they're quite ready to win the region, um, but I do think they are poised to uh, host a playoff game this year. First ever, ever in Temple Tiger history. In my my final high school prediction, at least two of our nine teams are going to go undefeated in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, man. So that, that's, <laughs> that's tough, dude. That is, no. that is very, very bold because... No. <laughs> Because your first thought, your first thought immediately is Carrollton, right? Bingo, right. But with Langston Hughes on that exactly. game one, it's going to be tough. Exactly. Uh, your second thought is, well, let's go to the champs. Bingo. Um, Bowden, I think, has a really good shot at it. Um, I think they're going to try to have a little bit of redemption against uh, Central this year because that was the only loss on their schedule all last year. Um, but, you know, that's that's the other option. Well, that was my other option. And my third option. Give me. Ooh, ooh, I know I had three. Central Lions. Oh, okay. With with new head coach, old Central Lions. All right. All right. I mean, they're out of conference right now. Redan, Bowden, Hampton, McIntosh, Northgate. I, I would assume Bowden is the cream of the crop in that little group. Uh, and then in you know in you know in region play, Cedartown, Snorraville, Southeast Whitfield, Northwest Whitfield, South Northwest Central Whitfield, 
uh, and then Heritage of Ringgold. What happens if I just come up and punch the team out, and then they just run the region? That's a big first game for Central Lions, man. That's a, you know I'm, what? You know you know what one of my bold predictions was that I wrestled with for a couple minutes? That Central Lions winning their region. Yeah. I think it's possible. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, let's get over to our college football bold predictions. Billy, my bold prediction number one for college football, the Texas Longhorns will make it to the college football playoffs. Ooh, with Quinn Ewers at quarterback? Quinn Ewers at quarterback. Yes, sir. Okay. I like it. I like it. My my first bowl prediction for college, UGA will go undefeated in the regular season in the SEC championship, but lose in the college football playoff. Oh, that is a very bold prediction. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. Losing the CFP. Hmm. To who? You know to who yet? You got, you got somebody in mind? I ain't going that far. Okay. But I'll... Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, bold prediction number two for me. I'm going to go along with the UGA train. I think UGA is going to have their first Heisman Trophy winner since Herschel Walker this year. Who? Carson Beck. Really? Yeah. Gonna go Beck? Okay. I'm going to go with Beck because of the amount of weapons that he's going to have up there in Athens in a defense that is just going to be insane. I think the only thing that could hurt Carson Beck is he's going to get pulled in a lot of games this year because of how crappy their opponents and schedule is. Uh, I might not have the time to put up the video game numbers that he could, uh, but give me Carson Beck to win the Heisman this year. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you even, even another one. I'll, I'll put a little additional one on there. Michael Penix Jr. will be a Heisman Trophy finalist. Okay. I like that too. Yeah, I like I like Penix. Um, threw me off. Uh, my final one is USC will be the number two team in the nation at season's end. I like it. I like it, man. I think USC is poised to have a really good year this year. Uh, they got they have, in my opinion, probably the best returning starting quarterback from last season. So there's yeah. there's no reason they shouldn't run the table out there. And, the, the pack whatever's left out there pack four yeah the pack four uh billy let's get to the nfl we got one bold prediction for the nfl mine is quite bold bill belichick will be fired by the end of the season it's very very bold yes very i i think well, i think I... the pats are gonna have a terrible season this year and bill belichick will no longer be the head coach of the new england patriots at the end of the season that's interesting. I think he's gone you know, so. before. I. That's also a possibility. I should. I should just put. Bill Belichick Done. will no longer be the head coach of the New England Patriots by the end of the season. I don't know if he's going to get fired. I don't know if he's going to retire. What it is, but I think this is Bill Belichick's last season with the New England Patriots. All right. Uh, my whole prediction for the NFL: the Detroit Lions will host a playoff game. Uh, Billy, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a bold prediction. That is fact, brother. That is fact. <laughs> you know, man, you just want to go out there and hit them, man. Uh, you, you just want to bite their kneecaps off, man. Uh, MCDC has got the brand new Lions rolling up there, man. I hope you're right. I hope you nail that. I hope the Lions are one of the best teams in the NFL this year because I love MCDC and that entire squad. Eric, 
They literally are the only thing in Detroit, in Michigan that I actually enjoy. Same. Same. The only thing in Michigan <laughs> that I will ever cheer for is the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, man. Those are good bold predictions. Those are good bold predictions. Yeah, we'll figure we can uh, come back about season and see how that works out. Yeah, see, how, see how stupid we look. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it is Pop Culture Wednesday, though. Um, and this this week, we decided we were going to do our top five announcers of all time. So this is play-by-play announcers or color commentators, you know, whoever. This top five announcers in uh, sports announcing. So, um, so Bryce, I'm going to do this. Like, I don't have a have it in order okay um so i just have a group that i i feel very very strongly about okay and we'll go from there all right i like it um my first one's going to be doc Emmerich. doc is probably the voice of my my hockey youth and just love the fact that I, I listened to him for so many years on on so many iconic calls in in the Stanley Cup and everything else. He was the voice of hockey for me. So I, I love Doc Emmerich. Um I'm glad he, you specified he was hockey because I, I didn't know who he was at first and I felt really yeah, dumb. As soon as, yeah, as okay. Soon as I, okay. <laughs> he was the play by play guy for NBC for all those years. Um go oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Uh, my next one is Joe Buck, and I know that there is a lot of people that can't stand Joe Buck. How do I mute you? <laughs> I am not button? one. Of those. <laughs> I am not one of those. I actually enjoy the way he calls a game. I really do. Um, and I know there's a, like, and I know a lot of people think that he hates your particular team and all this kind of jazz. He's never bothered me. It, he's always been very, very. You know, right down the middle, and, and it's called a pretty good game. It's excited for both teams. I, I like it. I I hate Joe Buck. I hate Joe Buck no. so much. No, you do. This is this is why we have a good partnership because <laughs> stuff that you hate, I love. Um, <clears throat> my third one is Mike Tirico. Oh, I'm with you I on that one. Loved, okay, I like it. I've loved Mike Tirico for so long. When he was doing Monday Night Football, I loved it. Um, and then they pushed him away and pushed him out of the booth and he went left and went to NBC and I was like um, you know I, and I love one of the guys that and, and I'm going to throw you under the bus and say spoiler alert um, one of Bryce's guys is Al Michaels um, I, I love Al Michaels I really do but I felt, felt my, my Trico the past couple of years probably would have been better at the NBC gig than oh. Oh, it's blasphemy. Blasphemy, Billy. Uh, but that's that's just my personal opinion. Uh, so I, I, I love Tariqa. I love the way he calls a game. He's And it's not just he calls whatever he wants. Yes. And he, I love calling him calling golf. Tariqa on golf is phenomenal. Tariqa on golf <laughs> is really, really phenomenal. Uh, my fourth one is Brett Musburger. Um, I loved loved listening to brett musburger i always felt that i was listening to brett musburger i was listening to a massive game and that's just the way i always felt um about college football with him and so yeah that's that's how i felt with him and growing up with musburger you know you and i had him on our college football games as well being the announcers so 
you know, yeah. not only did we have him on Saturdays for college football games, we had him Sunday through <clears throat> Sunday through Friday on our college football games. So he's like that voice and Kirk Herbstreit's voice are ingrained in my brain. Yeah, absolutely. And the the iconic you are looking live at whatever field he was at that week was always the beginning of his uh you his intro. are live <laughs> makes me always want to write that at the beginning of uh of our broadcast yeah yeah and then my final and this one this one's my number one um is skip carry i i grew up on skip carry skip carry is um voice for me that I could listen to for the rest of my life and be perfectly happy it, like if there was a chance that he could call games from heaven I would love it what about, and I would what about Chip to... big fan oh. of Chip Carey no I'll pass on Chip <laughs> I love Skip uh, I'm I'm more of a fan of um, Chip's grandfather than I am of him okay alright um, but yeah I, Skip Carey was, was the guy that I listened to big... and I, I loved listening him and, him and the professor um, combined were always great. They were. Um, when they finally get, like, when when TBS and the Braves Radio Network allowed them to call, call it together, it was always entertaining because it was, like, two buddies that just... It was like when you and I get to call something together, like, we kind of goof off, but we enjoy the, the hell out of it. Right, right. You have a good time, but you also know what's going on. Yeah, and that's that's how I felt with Chip and, and the professor when they when they got a chance to, to do it together because they always split them up and gave it you know gave it to Joe or Don and you know it was I love Skip Carey and I'll always love Skip Carey. I actually like I, I shed a tear when I found out Skip died. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not even lying. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of Braves fans <laughs> did, man. Uh, all right, my top five. So I have these in orders and and. Two of these are just personal preference uh, because I like these guys and I listen to these guys quite a lot. I'm very, very picky on play-by-play and color announcers. I don't like most of them. Um, I'll be honest with you. I watch 90% of sporting events with my TV muted uh, just because I don't want to listen to most sports. Like I just I just don't like them. They get on my nerves. They aggravate me. Even one of my favorite players of all time, John Smoltz, he, he kind of annoys me when he's in the booth, so I don't listen to him all the time. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, Real quick. Real yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes, that made me remember something. I saw an article yesterday that says that John Smoltz is going to be um, on a couple of series for the Braves coming up. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That'll be uh, that'll be pretty neat. Um, so my number five is is an Ohio State guy. His name is Paul Keels, and he does the Ohio State call for basketball and football up in Columbus. And I'm sure nobody listens to this podcast has ever heard of Paul Keels call. Um, but he is one of the greatest radio announcers I have ever heard. Uh, he, he's right up there with all of the Braves legends, Vin Scully, any, anybody who you want to put in the announcer, uh, play-by-play, whatever it is. He, he needs to be up there uh, in the rafters because Paul Keels does a phenomenal job at calling games and get you to buy into the drama of the moment at whatever game he's in. I love Paul Keels. Believe it or not... And I know you said no one listens to this podcast will know Paul Keels. Casey Bass is a huge fan of Paul Keels. Really? Fan of Paul Keels. Yes. That is that is shocking and not shocking all at the same moment. You know, <laughs> he, I, 
<laughs> he's had a conversation with me and he's like, I really like Paul Keels. I'm like, okay. He's he's yeah. that's who I listen to. Before before I call a game, I'll listen to Paul Keels and try to figure out the cadence that he that he has on his game because it's it's so pure and it's so awesome. And some of the greatest calls in Ohio State history are from Paul Keels and they're they're really good. Uh yeah. at, at number four I have Al Michaels. I, I love I love Al. For me, NFL doesn't get any better than when Al Michaels is on the call. And the dude is an absolute character. He's hilarious. He's an awesome guy. Um, and he, he was on Madden games for a long time with the commentary. I'm a huge Al Michaels fan. I, I like Al. I do. Like, aside from what I said earlier about I, I thought Mike Trico needed to be on here. But like I, I really do like Al. Especially going back to when he was on USA Hockey. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I've even, hear, even heard any Al Michaels USA hockey calls. Oh, you know, you know, he called uh, the the miracle on ice. Yeah, right? I don't know if I've ever heard that call though. Oh, really? No. Oh, it's iconic. I don't know if I, oh. have. Iconic. I, don't know okay. if I ever have. It's hockey, so you know, no one cares. Uh, at number three, I got. Wow. <laughs> at number three, I got a I got a personal pick here. I, dude, I love Ben Ingram. He is just Same. phenomenal. Same. I mean, he he is he's he's arguably too low on this list because Ben Ingram for the Atlanta Braves radio network is the reason why a lot of times. Once again, I told you I mute I mute a lot. Um, I'm not a fan of Brandon Gauden. I, I've said it on this podcast before. I really don't like him. Uh, so he, Ben Ingram is the reason why a lot of times when I watch Braves games, I mute the TV and try to sync up my radio with the Braves, with what's going on on TV, because I absolutely adore Ben Ingram. I think he is just as good as any any radio broadcast we've had with the Atlanta Braves Network. Absolutely. I love Ben. And I'll, I'll disagree with you on Brandon Godden. I, I like him like him a lot more than i like skip well you know that's that's choosing between a turd sandwich and a you know what so it's you know <laughs> I, I didn't like either one of them uh at number two i have the voice that i grew up with the voice that still rings in my head from the 1995 world series uh i remember that season i, I remember being grounded all the time when i was a little kid i mean constantly and the only thing I could do was listening was listening to the radio. Uh, so I would sit there at nights up in my room, and I would have the Braves game playing uh, while I was going through my baseball cards. And Pete Van Waren was always the voice that was screaming through my speakers. Uh, and and I remember him for some of the most iconic calls in the '90s for the Braves. And he's at he's at number two for me. He's the number two most iconic or uh, number two favorite announcer of all time just because of those memories i have when i was a little kid being grounded up in my up in my room listening to pete van wearing and, and playing with uh with baseball cards i, I love pete van wearing yeah. yeah i mentioned it i mean i i love love the professor he's phenomenal all-timer uh, number one the most iconic voice in college football did baseball as well uh, he was the announcer for uh, NCAA Game Breaker from 989 Sports, if anybody remembers that back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, when, when, when I hear this voice, I know he did other stuff in the Big Ten, but when I hear this voice, I instantly flash back 
to Ohio Stadium, to the big house, going over to Penn State, I instantly flash back to massive, massive Big Ten matchups in October. Keith Jackson. Whoa, Nelly! I mean, when he his his intro, and I wish I could find it, but I can't. His intro to one of the Ohio State Michigan games had to have been like 96 or 97. I just remember Keith Jackson getting on there and he opens with down on the banks near the old Tangi with the snow in the air and a winter's chill blowing down. We're here to do battle between the maize and gold or the maize and blue and the scarlet and gray. I mean, Keith Jackson's voice is the quintessential announcer's voice. It, it's slow and it, it, it's soft and it's it's comforting. It's like speaking to a, to an old wise uncle, man. It is Keith Jackson is by far my favorite announcer of all time. It's fair. It's absolutely fair. And and I have listened to hours of Keith Jackson in hopes that I would become half the announcer that he is and be able to sort of have the phrasing and the cadence and, and the sound of Keith Jackson. And I will never, ever get there because that guy is just so iconic. And the way he speaks is just amazing. If, if anybody hasn't heard of Keith Jackson, I know some young kids listen to this. Go back and listen to Keith Jackson calls from like the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I mean, he did some of the biggest, biggest games back then. and He was, in my opinion, he's the greatest of all time. He's my favorite of all time. He's my favorite announcer of all time. We throw out an honorable mention for both of us. Do it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. This guy will be an honorable mention for both of us. Okay. Thousand percent. Okay. Because I do know you. Okay. Casey Bass. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> he's he's up there. I, I'll Dude. tell you, since 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 we're doing honorable mentions, so uh, we'll put Casey Bass in the honorable mention category, and I got I got one as well. Okay, Kirk Herbstreit. Yeah, I, I kind of feel I bad not putting Kirky on this list. So so Kirk Herbstreit, Casey Bass, y'all are in the same category. Y'all are both in the honorable mention category of top five favorite announcers of all time. Hi, Bryce. Give me the Marine South scoreboard. Marine South scoreboard from last night had a couple games that were canceled. Uh, Bowden versus Armouche uh, was moved to Friday because of the rain. <laughs> Didn't start Villarica Rec from practicing last night. It's all right. Uh, Temple at DC. I believe that was just canceled. I don't think they moved it. I think it was just canceled. Uh, and then Mount Zion at North Cop Christian. I couldn't find an update on it. But I assume that that was either canceled or moved because I think over in North Cobb, I believe their weather was a little bit worse than ours was out here at West Georgia. So those three games were either moved or canceled. Teams that played last night, Billy, we went 4-0. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> we got the best softball in the state. Uh, Central beats LaGrange, 6-5. Heard County beats Callaway, 16 to nothing. 16-0. Yeah, Put it on. Put it on the Cavaliers. Uh, Villa Rica beat Lithia Springs 12 to nothing. Thanks for showing up, Lions. Uh, Bremen beat Cedartown 3-1. So 4-0 last night on the uh, Marine South scoreboard for our softball girls. On In volleyball last night, uh, Temple beat Cedartown and Cass. I'm not sure what the score was, but I know, I know Temple went 2-0 last night against Cedartown and, uh, Cedartown and Cass in volleyball. And then Hurt County, they beat Rockmart 2-1 and Unity Christian 2-0 last night as well in volleyball so 4-0 4-0 in volleyball 4-0 in softball last night for all of the high schools that were in action over on the smith's floor coverings games and events calendar for tonight in softball bowden at harrelson county carrollton and alexander central at home versus noonan 
Heard County at home versus Trinity Christian and Mount Zion at home versus Creekside. Once again, folks, go to GoFan to get all of your start times. Uh, usually softball starts a little bit earlier. And be weather aware because, Billy, I think we have some more inclement weather coming in today, if I'm not mistaken. We were here of it. Uh, maybe we were. Maybe we are. Maybe we are. Um, I haven't checked. I haven't checked since yesterday around 4 or 5. So you might be correct. Um, yeah, today looks today looks good now. We are all clear today. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're going to be sweet. All right. Yeah. High of 90. It's going to be gorgeous today. So get out there and support these girls. All right. Uh, let's. I see you need another cup of coffee. Yes, sir. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Goosby. A pen entertainment to rebrand. Uh, their sports book as ESPN bet. <laughs> oh, ESPN just getting in bed more and more. If you guys don't know who Penn Entertainment, Penn Entertainment was actually the company that bought Barstool Sports. There was a video yesterday that Dave Portnoy um, posted that uh, Barstool Sport he bought Barstool Stool Sports back, and he is a hundred percent in. Um. 100% the owner on Barstool Sports again. So that was interesting. Yeah. I hate that guy. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, Stanford's uh, Troy Taylor, quote, can't imagine anything, quote, unquote, other than a Power 5 football. <laughs> yeah, dude. This comes in the wake of the Pac-10 essentially dissolving. Um, <laughs> they got like four teams left. So I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, going forward, but it is it's bad, dude. My suggestion would be for Stanford to come to the Big Ten, so then we have Notre Dame's two biggest rivals, and then Notre Dame will be forced to join three. the Big Ten. Two biggest rivals. Yeah, that's, that's three. Stanford, the Oh, man, I forgot about USC. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll have all of Notre Dame's rivals, so just, you know, come into the Big Ten, yeah. Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I've said this a couple times. It'll be interesting to see the landscape of college football in five years. Uh, some Commanders players are concerned by Eric Bieniemy's intensity. Ron Rivera says. <laughs> we well, you know what you know. You know what I'd do if I was Eric Bieniemy. I'd bring all my Big. Super Bowl rings in and say, "Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Commanders, <laughs> hey players, you got one of these? <laughs> you got two of them? I don't think so. Hey, Commanders, have you been to what is it? Four or five straight AFC Championship games?" No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You guys were the laughing stock. You guys are the laughing stock of the NFL. You got one of these? No. Yeah, you got a Super Bowl ring, pal. Shut up and do your work. That's what I would say. <laughs> the SEC's Greg Sankey says sadness and realignment. And <laughs> the SEC is comfortable in the footprint. I. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's he's sad that the, that college football is realigning, but he's not sad that he's forced college football to realign because of bringing in uh, Missouri and who's the other team they brought in with Missouri? Uh, A&M. A&M. Missouri, Texas A&M, Texas, and Oklahoma. He's sad that everybody else is realigning, but he's not sad that the SEC is getting, you know, some premier schools. That's talking out of both sides of your mouth if I've ever heard it. In the uh, douche of the, the century. What a jackass. Uh, oh, my God. Talk about <laughs> Talking about people I hate. This guy is this guy is top five. Colin Coward yesterday on his show, and this is this happened yesterday on the show, and I 
I, I sent this to Bryce and I was like, maybe we need a fun bag because uh, this is getting to the point where this is just stupid. And this is everywhere oh. now. This is everywhere. Every social media I have looked at it. This but is it everywhere. Deserves yeah. It deserves to be. Yeah. And he, he should like come out today and apologize for it because thousand that's percent. just thousand percent. He won't. But anyway, uh, Colin Coward yesterday believes according to him, and this is, he put in a list of quarterbacks that can't make the Super Bowl. Big graphic. Big graphic up. Big graphic that can't make the Super Bowl. And he included Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins passed away 16 months ago, guys. He's dead. And he put in the graphic that Dwayne Haskins can't make the Super Bowl. Well, no sh- What a moron. What a moron. What a moron. idiot. The- Good Lord. Uh, I hate Colin Cowherd. I, I cannot what stand that guy. Hell? Awful, awful, terrible. What an idiot. Yeah, he should come on. The first thing he should say on his uh, show today is, I apologize for the Dwayne Haskins. Apologize to his family. Apologize to his friends, fans, everybody. What a jackass. Well, no, he won't. Because it's. Apparently, and somebody actually posted this on Twitter. He's like, Colin Coward doesn't acknowledge death. He doesn't. He doesn't doesn't talk about people dying. He doesn't, like, nothing. So he's like, if you. And the guy's like, if you can't acknowledge death, then how are you going to remember it? Yeah, yeah, he's right. right. And he's Colin Cowherd is the quintessential. Like, I, I just you don't you don't ever look at him and say, oh yeah, this guy's an athlete. This guy knows what he's talking about. Like, you look at Colin Cowherd and you're like, what do you? How do you know anything about any of these sports? Like, I, I, you know, him and Mad Dog. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't. Mad Dog I, Russo, him and Mad Dog Russo, I can't stand. No, I don't. I don't like. I've, I've never even listened to Mad Dog Russo, and I, I don't listen to Colin Cowherd anymore either. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like either one of those guys. I'm with you. Finally, today in 2012, women's Olympic soccer gold medal won by the USA, beating Japan two oh. to one in the. Oh, oh. So oh. it is. Look at I used to see what happens when we focus in soccer. We win! Oh, look at that. 2012. That's not a long day. We're the number one team in the country, in the world. Won, won a gold medal. Huh. Isn't that surprising? A couple years ago. Not that long ago. Maybe, you know, if we focus a little bit more on soccer, we could have won the World Cup this year. But, you know, it's cool. Oh, hey, hey. It is what it is. Not about winning. It's about having a good time over there. Good job, girls. Good job in letting the entire country down. Anything else for us, bud? Nah, man. Let's get out here on a humpy day. It's hump day. Enjoy your your day. Uh, go support all these kids that are in this area. Uh, they've, there's plenty of games for you to go watch. A lot of good softball. A lot yeah. of good softball. Uh, for Bryce, I'm Billy. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.